Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Chess on his right. Hey, hold up. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret. He's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? Happy Super Bowl Tuesday. Uh, took Super Bowl Monday off because that's my work ethic. That's what I'm trying to push for our, our great nation. I know there's been some hubbub about that. Why not? Why not? We make such a skept- skeptical spectacle of it. Similar letters. We'll do our word later. That's not true. We got a lot of people live in the chat. Hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about it. Uh, We'll go through it somewhat in depth. Some of the quarters, some of the stuff you forgot. I mean, it's kind of what makes sports beautiful, right? Is that, you know, I was going through the box score this morning. BBD, do you remember who scored the first touchdown? I believe it was Odell. Odell Beckham Jr., who had been so good for these Rams... And continue to be so good that he scores the first touchdown. And then he's out for the game, sad, and the Rams' offense kind of went stagnant, and it was, are the Bengals really going to do it? They did not. Trev's Matt Stafford, by the end of the day, mm-hmm. gets it done. Uh, so let's let's click through a little bit. A, hope everyone watched it somewhere fun. BBD, and last I checked, you had two Super Bowl parties you were considering. It turned out uh, we only went to one. Okay. So that was huge. I, I did feel a little bit like I was the only one who cared what was happening in the game. Mm. It really felt that way when with four minutes to go, everyone else at the party left. Mm. So it was, it was me, um, my girlfriend, the her friends whose house we were at, who they cared the most of anyone else there, I okay. think. But at the same time, like I, I don't think they... <clears throat> like really cared about the game that much. I, I I didn't get a great read on it, uh, and it's like well it was a close game and four minutes left, yeah. so I wasn't gonna make it somewhere else. It's like we couldn't leave. Oh so I'm yeah, the last kinda, person. That's that's it. So, You're there. So like, like everyone left kind of all at once. So that was that was a weird feeling. Yeah, we had a nice. Uh, I was in Park City. I'll tell some Park City stories at the end, but uh, yeah, we had a we were in a house that had kind of split living room, so we had the. There was a girl room where they were trying to get into the Super Bowl. After halftime, they switched to Love is Blind. Um, We had a guy's room with a pool table that smelled like farts where we watched the Super Bowl. And in the first drive of the Super Bowl, Rams got the ball. What do we remember from this? Third and 17. They got one first down, and then it's kind of like, okay, third and 17, you're, you're screwed. That's over. And then it goes back to Los Bengals. And by the way, they're right around midfield, fourth and one. And man, some one of the storylines of this game that I hate, and I think a lot of football people hate, the run games were kind of tough. I mean, the Bengals, you remember a couple short runs. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, a uh, couple tough ones and <laughs> spots that didn't go well for him. Uh, back-to-back run plays on that opening drive. For the Bengals on second and two. And they get stuffed on both of them. They only get one yard, fourth and one. They turn it over. So instantly, and Bengals fans, I I know you've already heard enough of it. Um, I know you've already heard enough of it. 
That holding penalty at the end sucks. But you can't point the finger. It's the beauty of sports because we can point at the T. Higgins face mask just as easily. Um, And there were a lot of Cincy moments in this game where they didn't play great. They didn't play beautiful. Burrow ends up getting killed in the second half. Um, Money McPherson got the field goal, and that's obvious because that's what he does. Uh, By the way, they were deep in Rams territory. They had that awesome Jamar Chase catch. Feels like we've come a long way from that, right? That was early on in the game. One hand getting held. He just snags it. He makes it look pretty easy. Um, but then they just got stuffed. Uh, incomplete. Back to three incomplete passes in a row. Um, so I know the running game's gotten critiqued a lot, but again, that was a big Bengals opportunity. They get three instead of seven, and that's when the the Rams march back down the field. Um, excuse me. I mean the the Odell touchdown. We already talked about that a little bit. Good for him, man. I know. Like, I I saw the tweets coming out, especially being a New York sports fan. Some of the tougher Odell stuff. And guess what? I Like a lot of things, the answer lies in the middle. (laughs) Like, there were times when Odell wasn't the best, (laughs) like, New York giant. Um, I think he got critiqued a little too hard for some other stuff because he was flashy and things like that. But, you know, I, I know a couple people listed out the laundry list of skipping this and blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, it happened. It's over. He went to Cleveland. People thought he was kind of done, and it kind of, it seemed like, I mean, he was a wide receiver getting older. The flashy Odell catches that made him so cool just didn't seem to be happening. Turns out, uh, he still had some juice. Hmm. Um he gets the touchdown in the Super Bowl. He's been so lights out for the Rams recently. Um, bummer. He he tore his ACL, right? That's official. I don't know if that's official official, but it, like every report right. is at least like, oh, they they think it's this. Right. Um, sucks for Odell. But yeah, I think he's a free agent now, so at least that contract's up. So Yeah. So about to be a weird few months for him. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's gonna be he's gonna be a weird one. I mean, we don't have to jump here. Let let's hope Odell comes back and he's still kind of the Odell we saw at the end of this Ram season or even close to that. Cause he was he was kinda out of our minds for a while. Like it was just like, oh Odell's on the Browns. We'll see him when we see him. Him and Jarvis Landry, what can they do? Baker had a brutal year. Anyways, uh Cooper Cup. Stoked for him that he had a big game because, like we've talked about on here all year, Bakers, he's awesome. He's one of the best wide receiver seasons all time. If you were, if there was a Madden team and you guys were, you guys were collecting your cards or whatever, whatever you do in video games <laughs> now, like twenty one, twenty two, Cooper Cup would be in your starting lineup. Um, maybe that's the worst way to describe it. Maybe it's not. 13 to 3. Rams go up. Cincinnati Bengals with a 12 play, 75 yard, seven minute drive. Whew. Finishes off with T. Higgins with the pass from Joe Mixon. A little Super hmm. Bowl trickeration. Uh, I good. forgot about the trick play. Yeah, yeah. A little trick, little trick play. Rams tried to run one, two. Didn't work out so well. A tough throw from Cooper Cup. But, man. Uh, Sailed a little. Yeah. Good for uh, T. Higgins ends up having a huge game in this, and I've been kind of tough on him recently. More so, I just believe it's 70-30 Jamar Chase when T. Higgins rated out better via PFF, which I, I mocked a little bit. Um, Matt Ryan with uh, the punt interception. Um, I heard people talking about that a little bit. Uh, it kind of is what it is. It was a third and 14. It, if they do run, you know, a shorter play and get the completion, you get a shot at the field goal. Who knows? I, I think you could go back and forth on that one. Um, if you're the Rams, you would have liked the shot at the field goal. It's 13 to 10 at the half. How about your halftime show, BBD? Did you like that? I did like that. Halftime show is pretty good. Um, halftime show is really good. 
Um, it was up my alley. Snoop. Snoops. So, two interesting conversations happen during the halftime show as we get through this game. Uh, one, someone asked me, as one of the authorities, they said, is Kendrick Lamar a short king? I said, absolutely. Absolute short king. I pivoted the question on one of my tall friends. I said, is Snoop Dogg a tall king? Absolutely. Snoop Dogg's like an all-time tall. I didn't realize Kendrick Lamar is listed 5'6". I mean, yeah. I know we're not in sports, so maybe in sports he would have gotten the 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, in spikes, Kendrick would be listed 5'7", I think. Yeah. But yeah, uh, short king, tall king out on there for the halftime show. With M, with 50, with Mary. Who else was out there? Anderson Pock on the drums. Big smile. That was nice. Um, halftime show ends. And yeah, can't tell you what happened the rest of the way because I just watched Love is Blind. No. Um, I got a couple scenes from Love is Blind. Kind of into it. Mm. It's it's as trashy as TV gets. But there are some good comedic moments. They can't see each So they do like a round robin of dating. Blind dating. They don't see each other. Yeah. And then they got to, like, buddy up, and then you've got, like, four weeks to get married or something. I don't know. High stakes for no reason. America. <laughs> sure is. Um, all right. We head into the actual second half now. Uh, and how about this? One play. Touchdown. Burrow to Higgins. The face mask play. Again, being a neutral party, kind of rooting for both sides here. I was leaning a little Rams. I'd pick them, Trev and the Stafford stuff. Burrow and the Bengals getting a little too much love for my liking. I love Burrow. Um, I found myself, we're, we'll get to some bet talk, but mm, I found every bet I was doing was pro Rams. So, I'd, yeah. Slowly but surely, come game time, I seemed was like a I little was firmly there. I mean, this was huge, man. This is. Literally, the first play of the second half. Think about some iconic Super Bowl plays. The onside kick um, coming out of the half. I think that was Sean Payton, right? Um, yeah. You know, plays that stand out in Super Bowl history. I mean, a, a 75-yard completion, first play of the half to T. Higgins. I get why the flag wasn't thrown. It happened quick. I mean, Ramsey's, when you watch it live, Ramsey's had snaps, but it's right back there instantly. When you watch the slow motion replay, it looks awful. I mean, it looks like he gets his face ripped before the receiver catches the ball. And then I think everyone's sitting there hoping that that didn't decide the game. Although, you know, we liked it. That was fun. That was exciting. Um, and how about this? So back-to-back plays, excluding kickoffs. Sorry, guys. By the way, BBD, one of my biggest bets, one of the night. Opening kickoff will be, uh, won't be returned. Touchback. Mm. Opening kickoff will be a touchback. <clears throat> Free money. Straight right into the end zone. First play. So Odell Beckham is out. That's kind of the conversation for the rest of the first half. They literally say it. They're like, Skrownik. He's going to have to pick it up. It's going to have to be him, which I was surprised they said that because Van Jefferson, I think, was supposed to be the next guy for them. They have a lot of dudes. Matt Stafford throws it to Skarnik. Skarnik? Off of his hands, interception. Think about that. Halftime, you're getting your speeches. You're talking to your position coach, everything that's going on there. Halftime of the Super Bowl. Except for Money McPherson watching the show, obviously. What a sick pup. I've got a Money McPherson connection that we'll get to after this. Um, so they go touchdown interception. Touchdown interception. They're down 13 to 10. Now they're up 17 to 13 with the ball. And I think this is another one where they have to end up kicking themselves. Mixing two yard run. Um, yeah, Mixon two-yard run. Burrow to Uzama, five yards. Third and three, Burrow sacked. Aaron Donald. This was kind of, 
the Aaron Donald show got going. And uh, I have to give credit to, oh, I'm getting a face, FaceTime from Trevor Plouffe right now. I'll call him back in a minute. Uh, Trevor Plouffe was live at this game, so we'll get his update. Um, just kind of some of the stuff that was going around the stadium and some of the after party. We know, we know Trev was in the mix. Um, but again, think about that. 75-yard touchdown, interception, third and three. Aaron Donald gets a sack. And I will give a shout-out to my guy, Rosillo, because I heard it on there. Um, they say Aaron Donald, he always plays hard. But when he gets pissed off, it's like nothing you've ever seen on a football field. Joe Thomas said that on an interview on his show. Aaron Donald got in a little fisticuffs. I don't know if you guys remember, he pushed Burrow out of bounds, and there was a little Aaron Donald fisticuffs. In our man cave, our fart cave, where we were watching the game, everyone was happy they didn't throw a flag. Because guys were getting pretty physical. You'd normally see a flag thrown, but they let it go because it was a mm-hmm. Super Bowl. So that was kind of nice. After then is kind of when Burrow, or excuse me, Donald went nut job. Um, Rams with five sacks in the second half. They have to pull up for field goal there, which keeps it a touchdown game. Instead of going up, like they could have went up 24 to 13. By the way, final score, 23 to 20. So um, when we're talking about things that are pretty impactful, Rams drive down. They answer with a field goal, which was big for them. Um, And then, by the way, punt, 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 punt. Punt, punt. How many was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight punts. Let's see. How many of them were three and outs? Four were three and outs. The other mm-hmm. five. So things got a little ugly for a little bit. And like both teams with opportunities to do something, it kind of doesn't happen until the Rams 15 plays, 79 yards. Cooper Cup, the no look throw. We know all about it by now. If you haven't seen the no-look throw somehow, go look it up. It's it's really cool. Um, I've seen some football. <laughs> like our guy Bobby Skinner was like, if a quarterback does something like this in practice, they get screamed at. Uh, so the fact Stafford busted it out on the biggest moment is pretty nuts. Um, I also heard Dilferon Russillo. So, hey, you guys know I, they deserve the love here. Uh, the interception to Skronik was the same play they ran except with Cup on this play. Hmm. And that extra defender that he no-looks wasn't on the Skoranek coverage. So he had to go back, the same ball he threw his interception on, he had to go back, throw it again with another defender, and he did it (laughs) no-look to essentially help them, not essentially, to help them win the Super Bowl. I was going to say essentially win the Super Bowl. They had to do more on that. It wasn't the deciding no, play, but literally. It, it but was kind of the moment where it was like, whoa. That like, was the momentum shift. Like Cups like. going, Stafford's going, and those were their only threats at the time. Um, and then that penalty is just going to be remembered forever, which which kind of stinks. Um, but yeah, you, you really can do eye for an eye with it on the Higgins pass. So like... I know that's not how it works, and I know people were looking at an offsides thing. It, the refing was kind of fine in this game. There's a couple big moments, but I think you can literally go, if you take both of those off the board, it's the same game. The team's had their opportunities. Burrow comes back out, uh, and the pass rush was just all over him. Five Ram sacks. Five Ram sacks. In the second half. Um... Burrow and Stafford both got beat up this game. Uh, congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. They win the Super Bowl. Um, sorry, Bengals fans. A tough AFC. A lot of people are talking about that today. Rams sell out, trade all their picks. McVay's second shot at the Super Bowl. They win 23-20. to we're going to dive in, talk about it a little more, some of the other moments, some of the other thoughts. I know the the running plays were getting critiqued a lot, uh, which I get and also kind of don't love, but totally understand. This DraftKings, well, that whole Super Bowl thing was brought to you by DraftKings, and guess what? They were giving you all these Super Bowl promos. Now they are an official sports par- betting partner of the NBA. It's basketball season. How about a little 360 windmill dunk for you? $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. Guys, BBD, go find go find an NBA game. They, you just need a winner. 
Uh, they've got a ton of same-game parlays. Combine multiple pets for a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Uh, deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. PB- PBD and I are apparently going to talk bets in a little bit because I did okay on the Super Bowl as well. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 plus, physically present in NY. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Game prom? Call one, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. You got an NBA winner, baby day? Uh, Bucks over Pacers. I Easy. think would be your biggest, your your best bet there. I mean, basketball weird stuff happens and guys get knocked out. I don't know the injury report right now, but uh, big spread, and they have the best player. So sounds like free money to me. Pacers have a whole new team. They don't know each other yet. They haven't even met each other. Um, let me try calling Trev back real quick. Um, see if he's got. Oh. I went to FaceTime and I called him instead. Let's see if he picks up. Trevor Plouffe was live at the Super Bowl. Just got a text from Jess that said turkey bacon. Mm. Not sure what that's about. That's a good point. You know what? I'll I'll tell Trev because I missed his call. And I'll say, I'll say, ready... Ready whenever. Okay. Um, so let's see. What else have we missed? Uh, Cooper Cup wins MVP. Mm-hmm. And that's where... So the, the bigger bets I placed on Super Bowl Day, I was in Washington, really? D.C., where you can't bet yet. Same with so, Utah. Uh, so it was a, a couple more uh, afternoon texts to my brother, like, all right, get these in before the game for me. See, is my draft. Ah. So the the ones that I placed it was and was most excited about. It was just like I bet same unit on on Aaron Donald and Odell winning MVP. And Odell gets that opening touchdown. I'm like, oh, we're on a we're on a good path mm. here. And then Donald goes nut job most of the second half, but then Cup gets that second touchdown and that fourth down run. It's like, oh, so it's like both of them had great candidacies going at certain points in the game. I felt good about him, and they didn't happen. Yeah. And no octopus. No octopus. That hurt. Um, I was a little surprised it went to Cup. um, Because. Surprised, not shocked. No, no, no. I mean, it's a quarterback. Here's my thing. It's a quarterback league. And, like, you know, it's not like the MVP comes from a crowd vote or the Hall of Fame. Like, how do they pick the MVP? Yeah, it's some committee. I mean... That, like, has to make, like, a decision and... I'll tell you what, that, com- that committee w- works for the NFL. Um, and, you know, not that they have to push an agenda, but, you know, they're, they're normally going to lean with the QB, and that's where Matt Stafford... A, he wins the Super Bowl. He has a final drive to help win it. Cup does catch the touchdown. Obviously important. Mm. Might, um, be, might be more on Maddie Staffs later. Ooh, 283 yards, three touchdowns, and two picks. And the two picks, okay, one goes off the receiver's hand, Skrownik, who was supposed to be, like, picking up the slack. I did hear from football people that, like, that throw is not supposed to be low because that's, that's the risk you run. Going off the hands like that. Um, and then there's the deep ball that was kind of the throwaway punt again. That one, I get people saying like, well, if you threw it eight yards, you could have had a field goal. You know, he he threw it down there. That's part of the risk you run. Um, but I do get it. At the end of the day, his stat line has two interceptions, but it's got a lot of other good stuff too. Cup, obviously a big day, eight for 92, game-winning touchdown. I guess when you phrase it like that. Um, and then Aaron Donald, uh, he took, he absolutely took over the game, uh, two sacks, three quarterback hits, two tackles, um, 
to tackles for loss. He gets that game clinching play at the end that doesn't end up in the books as a sack. Maybe if that goes it goes in as a sack, then uh, it's a different conversation. He's but. just an absolute freak, man. I mean, he. Uh, I talk about it with Tyreek Hill. How you rarely see guys on a football field that have like a different level of speed. Like, whatever Aaron Donald is, maybe it's strength, maybe it's speed, maybe it's a combination, motor, everything. Um, yeah, that that third and one run with Pirine, he runs into Donald, and he doesn't even fully run into Donald. Donald's just around and gets an arm on him and stops an NFL running back for no yards. And, hey, what would we be talking about? The Bengals are not getting, like, any love today. Um, or excuse me, the places where I was listening to, I thought we were still going to get like, you know, Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals. I feel like a lot of the conversation is like, you know, that the AFC is stacked his division. Like the Ravens are going to be back next year. Um, I guess I'm not fully bought into the, I do like the Ravens at least as a regular season yeah. team, for sure. Like, they were there least, this year. At least year. says they'll, they'll be a factor. They were like, there this year. They fell apart without Lamar. Um, what can you do? Steelers, let's see what happens at quarterback. Uh, but they are a really well-run organization. So if they can figure that out, that's a big piece, though. A lot of teams don't figure that out for a while. And then Cleveland, they've kind of got their, their own stuff going on. But they're like a really well-liked team. Like, outside of quarterback. They're talented elsewhere. People really like them. So, people believe in them to be a factor next season for sure. I mean, hey, if the Bengals get a first down there, they're literally just across midfield. They have McPherson. My connection to McPherson? Trevor Plouffe. It's Trevor Plouffe. Let's see what he's got to say. Trevor. This is Jacob Ronald Story Alley. It is. It is. You are live on Wake and Jake. We wanted to get some uh, some some words from our Super Bowl uh, correspondent. Is that who you are? I'm like a like a D list celebrity. That's what I feel like. Was that a B or a D? Uh, D, like a, as in Dan Rourke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna. If you were putting yourself up to B after the Super Bowl, I was gonna be hyped for you. And yeah, you could get a. He's pretty good. I was gonna say you could get away with saying like today I feel like one. That that's not the same Mm -hmm. as saying you are one. Oh well, like if you want me to do that, like on the Super Bowl day, I mean, I was pretty like pretty prevalent. Yeah, you were kind of that, Trev. I wanted to. I obviously, you know, there's some things that shouldn't be divulged, but um, I wanted a as a friend talk to you about the Super Bowl, but b like. Give me some vibes and energy check. Like, what's going on? I mean, this was your first Super Bowl, right? My first Super Bowl, it was it, it was interesting how it all played out. We ended up, you know, taking this big old, like, semi-truck-looking thing uh, down there, and we ended up parking in a Midas tire uh, garage. Sure. And that's where we, that's where we tailgated. And I, I got to be honest with you, it really felt like quintessential L.A., like it was kind of hot like we were on the blacktop like we were tossing the ball around like in Inglewood it was um an interesting way to like vibe at the Super Bowl but again it felt it felt like LA so that was kind of like the start of our day and then you know yeah the game was incredible what um so I guess two days removed what yeah. uh what stands out from the game from you watching it like what's either maybe the plays that stick out. Cause obviously, you know, people are talking about the same stuff, the Higgins, Higgins face mask, mm. obviously the no look pass that no one at the time really knew was no look. What, um, I, I guess from the fan at the game perspective, what, uh, mm. what, what do you remember two days later? Dude, I gotta be honest with you. It was tough. Like, you know, you're watching the game there. You miss all the subtleties, like, like the things you just said, you know, we didn't get a replay on the no look pass. You know, you, you know, you miss some of the, the penalties or the, the no calls or stuff like that. I mean, the vibe was great there. There was, you know, I think it was mainly Rams fans. I was sitting around a bunch of Bengals fans who couldn't have been nicer. Like, and it was tough to see them at the end, kind of like get their, their soul yeah. ripped from them. But, but Matthew's that dude this year, fourth quarter comebacks have like been his thing in, in the playoffs. So, um, 
you know, watching Cup do his thing in that last route. You know, when they got the ball uh, first and goal there, and you got Coop like one on one, it was I've <laughs> I've made that throw in the backyard plenty of times. Yeah, back shoulder. <laughs> but it was magical, dude. Like, you know, I think both teams played really well and they made for a really good game, and it was fun, man. The halftime show was something else too. Dude, that was at first. I kind of you know me, Trev. I'm a snob. Um, at yeah. first I was like, all right, you know, we're, we're busting out kind of the throwback crew. And that was a lot of the memes online were like, oh, you know, there's nineties babies are watching their parents go wild at halftime, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> dude, how like California and LA that was, I thought it was perfect for this Super Bowl. It, it was, they made everything perfect. Kendrick coming out was awesome. I wish like Ice Cube would have came out too. Like there were some guys they kind of they forgot, uh, but you know just hearing those songs again and the entire place is going nuts. But you know I know that everyone's there to watch the game, but when you announce something like that in LA, like and, and it caught on everywhere. Everywhere I looked on social media, like, everyone loved the halftime show, and that's not always the case. So I mean, Trev, I know you're obviously you have some bias at this point, but I mean, were you? You're going nuts for the Rams? I mean, is, is there any part of you that's a sports fan, like, end of the day, whatever happens, happens? But uh, were you feeling the Rams' juice? Dude, I wanted them to win. Obviously, I've become close with some of the guys. And, you know, whenever you have that connection, it, it really means something. Obviously, I'm a bandwagon Rams fan. Like, I've been a Seahawks fan. So the only thing I have really to the team is, you know, being from LA. So it makes sense. I'm a fan, but also now, you know, meeting the guy. So it made that experience much better for me personally, because if I didn't have the connection, you know, it, it, I would have been indifferent, but you know, I was rooting for, for my boys and they, and they came through dude in a, in a big way. And like, you know, it was the big players that came through. I think a lot of people with the Rams, you know, talk shit about how many picks they gave up to get some of these guys. I know Ramsey didn't have that great of a game, but, you know, the, the other guys that they paid a lot to, you know, some draft capital with Stafford, you know, they drafted Aaron Donald. They all came through. Yeah. When they needed them. It's kind, of, it's kind of what we want sports to be going forward. Like, yeah, put your chips in. Like, let it happen. <laughs> hey, baseball team should check that out, dude. Yeah, it's not because a bad. They, they went all in, they got good players, and they won. Not a bad strategy. No, it's not. Um, Trev, what uh, what can you tell me about after the Super Bowl? Oh man, um, what are you sipping on, by the way? <laughs> it had been a long day for me. <laughs> uh, it's been a long day. We started, you know, we left our house at like eight fifteen, and uh, we didn't get to the after party until I don't know, like I don't even know when, to be honest with you. I party till like three in the morning. Um, but it was chill. It was a quiet kind of thing. Uh, this rooftop place in LA, uh, rubbed elbows with Kirsch, uh, which was cool. Um, talked to him a little bit, but it was a lot of, uh, just friends and family, like really like tight circle. And that's kind of like what these guys do. So, you know, I was drinking some beer at some, then I switched over to what we call, uh, the Delman, which is tequila and ginger ale. Mm. That's kind of like my part, my party drink. And you know, I don't drink liquor very often. It's so a Super Bowl. Occasion. Yeah. 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 So I was, I was, I was tossed a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Livy and I were kind of getting down on the dance floor. Yep. So it takes a lot for me to, you know, I find my moves about two or three drinks in. Hmm. I found a baby. God, I like that a lot. A lot, a lot. <laughs> I, had a great, I had a great time. Man. I got to say, like, I appreciate, uh, like, all those guys, like, letting me, like, even be a small part of it. It was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. What, uh, you and Kirsch just basic dap up or you start talking shop or what? Uh, I just went up to him. I introduced myself because Lord knows, like, you know, I don't know. If you know <laughs> yeah, who I am. It's a risky move. Like, I'll be honest with you. You don't. I always just say, what's up? I'm just Trevor Plouffe. Like, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. So I, I said that to him. He said, what's up? He actually mentioned C. Rose, which is, you know, uh, good for C. Rose. He's, <laughs> he's probably the most famous person we got, man. So, yeah, we talked a little bit. Uh, not too much. I, I left him alone. I was with all my, you know, Libby and all my friends, too. So uh, it was good times, man. Good times. I told Jimmy yesterday on the show, I think you'd be most interested in this. Me and me and L Jonathan India just DMing each other back and forth about where we're going after the Super Bowl. Oh right, he was at the game. Nice little, 
nice little moment between us. I think our friendship might be blossoming. That's my hope, at least. That's huge. Uh, huge. Uh, and Trev, you know, it's it's this weird thing with baseball right now. Like I just, I'm just remembering how much you love the young guys on the up and up, and I feel like we haven't even talked about that because there's so much other shit around baseball right now. All I want to do is talk ball. I'm going on baseball today with Heroes, and we're talking about the NL Central, and I'm so excited. Like, I'm so sick of talking about Manfred and the PA and all this. Like, dude, <laughs> baseball needs to hurry, and and I don't think it's going to hurry. Right, That's dude? That's the sad part. I like I I want to talk about how good Jonathan India's rookie year was, but that's mm. that's just been. I want to go over the bit. rosters. I need to see the rosters. I know. How am I supposed to make an informed decision if I can't even do it? TPP. I don't know who's going to be where. I know it's tough. It's tough, Trev. Um, all right, Poppy. Well, I appreciate you. You got anything else you need to pass on to the people? Man, um, I got a huge man crush on on Whitworth. You know, yeah, he's kind of scary because he's so big. He's literally a superhero looking dude. Like he's that big, but like nice, great family. Like he's like one of those people you get around his presence. And you're like, whoa! Like it almost seems <clears throat> he's different than right. a regular person. He's just different. He's so a- that was cool, man. He's a, a mass. He's a forty years old, just banging it up on the on the line for the Super Bowl. That's insane. And he he's also a scratch golfer, which is crazy. To be, you know, he's that big of a person. Yeah. I think he said he's a two. I think he said he's a two. So um, just remember, these guys, as big as they are, are freaking athletes. Did you? Uh, I mean, you're kind of a breaking news guy. Did he? Did you try to get a retirement scoop out of him? I got I got some stuff. I got a lot of stuff. I can't I can't just that's yeah. I'll never be invited again. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know? You're in it. We can't be <laughs> media. We're not media. We're not media. No. <laughs> anyone call anyone calls me media, I immediately shut them from my life. Yeah. Blocked. Blocked. Um <laughs> all right, Daddy Trev. I know you're you're wrestling the kids and baseball today. Excited for that. So it's gonna be a good one, man. I'll uh I'll see you tomorrow. Wake and Jake. Oh, you're the best. All right. All right I'll, I'll talk to you later, Big Daddy. Later. Bye. See ya. That was former Texas Rangers spring training invite Trevor Plouffe uh, reporting on the Super Bowl. It must have been a pretty good day, huh? It's a long day, though. It's one for the books. Like when he said 8 a.m. or whatever, I was like, sheesh. Yeah, start that early. You I mean, I get, well, I guess it is like a 3 o'clock game time. Right, it's West them, Coast so. time, so you do factor that up a little bit, but holy Toledo, uh, that's a big day. And something he just sparked on me is we're still, uh, you know, talking talking about the game a little bit. BBD, do you remember Rams getting in the red zone, uh, that final drive? And I think it was one of the first, I think it was the first first and goal. Stafford just missed the wide receiver. I think it was. Rings, Van, I can't picture it, but I, I think, remember that it happened. It was like I think it was Van Jefferson running across the back of the end zone, and it looked like a pretty basic, just like lob it in there. He's open, and oh, Stafford it, just was, bombed it over. Yeah, he's just like he was on the run too. I think if I'm remembering yeah, like, right, it wasn't easy. When you watch the replay and you think about like sports and playing quarterback, you're like, that's not an easy throw. But it's one but that like you see quarterbacks make it so much that you're like. In the Super Bowl, you're like, I hope we're like, not. Ooh. I hope we're not sitting here in two downs, being like, "Damn, damn." And I guess that's a, my struggle with football this year is about how many of those little things go into changing our whole mindset. Like again, the Bengals not getting a ton of love today or the past couple days, and if you know, if they have a better third down play on that final drive, like, I think there's a decent chance we're talking about overtime. So, so what would we be saying? That these two teams were equal for four quarters and then we're going to be poo-pooing one of them? Um, I do want to give a lot of love to the Cincinnati Bengals. I had been tough on them. I kind of didn't buy into their whole playoff drive. I even poo-pooed it a little bit on the way in. Um them and Joe Burrow were awesome. Their defense really stepped up. I mentioned that punt festival late in the game. Um, you know, the Bengals, 
think the star power on the Rams defense, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Eric Weddle came out of retirement. We were shocked mm-hmm. by that a couple weeks ago. A lot of good we got a lot of good tweets about Eric Weddle's last month. Came out of retirement, won a Super Bowl, retired again. Not bad. Uh Von Miller. Good work if you can get it. Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. Um and the Bengals, they're kind of, you know, people were posting about their free, all the free agents they brought in stuff. couple young bloods. Um, kudos to Cincy. Joe Burrow just gets beat up. That's the only thing I'm officially scared of with Burrow. He's getting, he's taking a beating. He's taking an absolute beating. Um, kind of, well, kind of like wherever, and I, I, wherever their draft pick is, uh, probably their first two picks just... Lineman, go. Well, that's the thing. And I, you know, again, I'm not Jakey genius here. People are saying. If you're the Bengals, and I know sports are, there's copycat in every every sport. If you're the Bengals, sell out. Do what the Rams did. Like, trade your picks for bona fide players. Like, instead of hoping to hit with your first round pick, Go get a Von Miller. Go get a Jalen Ramsey. Like, if you're the Bengals, you've got Burrow. It's locked in. Lock that in, Daniel. Like, go get him the help he needs. O-line. Maybe a little defense. I'm giving Higgins some love. I mean, if you want to find a tight end or something, knock yourself out. But, like, Go. Like, now is the time. Look at the Rams. Look at the team that just beat you in the Super Bowl. They've traded away, like, all of their first-round picks. But it got them Hall of Fame-level players. Mm. That might have been the difference in this game. So if you're the Bengals, I think that's got to be your formula. That's got to be your formula. Um, We'll see what they do. I think they have, like, a ton of cap space. I think it's the young quarterback type thing like young quarterback you, and young number one receiver yeah like if, a great combo if you hit on that you're you know you've got some wiggle room so um good for the Bengals. not a lot of people are saying that because <laughs> they lost the super bowl and they're going to be in a tough afc for a while now so um you know i know a lot of people some people are already trying to dan marino joe burrow and the Bengals. i don't think we have to go there yet um like I understand the mindset, like oh, we could be looking back oh, ten yeah. years, and it's like oh, this was the only chance they really got. Yeah, I mean, I mean we said that two weeks ago. I, here, you know, but. you could you could have said that about the Rams, who I, I think are a couple ball plays or calls away from also potentially losing this game. So, um, I don't know. I mean, Cincy. I guess that would be my thing. If Cincy doesn't go all in right now, then you have to be kicking yourself. Yeah. Well, um, I mean. How many times do we have to learn this lesson that while your quarterback is cheap? All right. Like, do it. And then, you know, when you have to re-up Burrow, maybe you have your draft picks come back by then and you cycle up. I could be a GM. Um, the AFC is brutal. Um, Mahomes, the Bills. Do the Bills win this game? Maybe. The way they were rolling? Maybe. Um and good on McVay. If if he lost a second Super Bowl, that seems like a guy that could have just <laughs> like gone off the deep end. <laughs> like we could have just lost McVay forever. Um, good Super like, Bowl. With them not having much assets, both to make high level draft picks and and make more of these trades. Yeah, it was, it was important for him and the organization to get this one. So you got Coop MVP. Uh no, okay. I had bets. I had bets on uh on Donald and Odell. Oh, I forgot. I placed a couple bets before I went to bed last night and they hit. Oh, nice. Utah Jazz minus 20 and a 7 and a half at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> they beat the Rockets by 34. Free money. Hit Oregon live too. Um I uh <laughs> what'd you have? Well, I looked into the the NFL and Super Bowl MVP voting process, and at least according to a Mike Florio article posted yesterday, uh, the NFL currently handpicks 16 media members to vote on Super Bowl MVP awards. Each voter casts a single uh, single ballot. I think they list one, two, three. Mm. 
Uh, first place vote counts as two and a half votes. Second place is one vote. Third place is half a vote. Then there's a fan vote on MLB, uh, not MLB, on NFL.com. Yeah. And that's uh, four more votes, 20% of the ballot. Uh, he notes that that is certainly enough, more than enough to decide the outcome in a close contest. Uh, and the league uh, does not disclose the names of the 16 media voters that they pick. So, yeah. So there's just no. So, yeah. Not that they've. I don't think they've really gotten it wrong that often, but it's just, it's just, a very, that's a very weird process. <laughs> so there's votes. Um, I did well on opening kickoff to be a touchback. Obviously, free money. Um, Matthew Stafford rushing yards. It just won't stop hitting. So that was free money. Uh, the one that kind of put me over the top for the night was Jamar Chase over three and a half rushing yards. That was a DK special for. Rushing yards, one rush. Um, and then I was on the under. I thought this was going to be a defensive game. And then I had one nice parlay hit over on Stafford, Burrow. This was the one I was telling you, BBD. The over on Stafford, minimum like P- Stafford passing yards, 229. Over on Burrow, 254 in Rams money line. That was 50 to win 132. So mm. just needed the winning team there. But um, had a decent... Had a decent Super Bowl. Ain't a bad day. Gambling. And forgot about my Jazz minus 27 and a half live last night. So um, It's the it's the modern equivalent of, of putting on pants for the first time in the season, finding a, finding a cool 20 in there. Mm. Mm. Like that. Uh, let's see. Any other Super Bowl stuff, BBD? Um, the only other thing I've cool. got we'll get to. Okay. Odell getting hurt stinks. Holding call stinks. Sorry, Bengals fans, but the Higgins one, you go eye for eye on that so easily. Oh, the rushing stuff. I've mentioned it a couple times now. The Rams kept going back to it and it was just not working. Um, yeah, I mean, a couple of the play calls seem to, seem to stink. Um, a lot of smart NFL people are saying like it, it ended up working because it kept them on their toes. I don't know. Cam Akers, 13 for 21. Maybe it's not his day. They won. Who cares? They won. Who cares? Um, and BBD, the other big news in the sports world, sure there was an NBA trade line that I think we're going to have to circle back on an, another time. Uh, the real big sports news is the Blitzball battle is live. Um, yep. If you haven't seen it yet on the Warehouse Games, the first game dropped, Team Baggage versus We Got Mice, um, myself and James versus the Ice Boys. We had over 1,000 people in there live last night for the debut, which was awesome. Um, again, as we're in this weird sports area, as NBA starts to pick up after the deadline, I'm excited to hopefully sink my teeth into that more. College basketball trying to rope me in, not fully doing it. Um, come on, Huskies. Uh, go watch the Blitzball Battles, guys. Episodes every Monday and Thursday. A lot of fun. And it's it's a full broadcast. That's Tom Ace in the chat right now. Um, yeah, like we had eight cameras rolling. Chris Rose is was broadcasting it with Joe's McFly. Kelsey Winger was on the sideline. It is a full-blown production. It's, it's like, well-made. Um, like, they could... If they... If Spike TV, which I don't know if they're still in business, but if they purchased it and they put it on TV tomorrow, you'd be like, wow, this is well made. Um, yeah, they would have co- uh, copy-pasted what, what we put out last night. Yeah, and we we did preview some of the people it gets previewed in that first video. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's I'll be honest with you guys. There's a lot of pitching. It's a pitching sport. It's Blitzball. Um after the first round, we changed the rules a little bit to open it up a little more, but strong pitching early. Wanted to, um, wanted to give everyone the chance to show off. Yeah, we, we let everyone round. eat. We wanted to see what everyone got, and uh, guys were eating a little bit, but it's a good time. Thank you for everyone that did watch, um, and that's going to be coming out every Monday and Thursday. And honestly, stick with it and enjoy it because – some of the personalities of these guys, we got so lucky. Uh, the the minor league dudes, McFlurry Power, Kyle McDonald, Aaron Bossy, 
Not household names. They should be. They should be because they are both so fucking funny. Um, and everyone that came out was was great. So um, go watch that. Go watch that. A couple BBD shots. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that first game felt like it felt in real life as somebody who was hanging on the sidelines. So that made me very excited for later down the line. There's there's a bit more personality. Guys, I mean, a lot of guys that are there are just meeting that week. Yeah. So like yeah. now guys are getting to know each People other. People are getting warm. It gets a little sillier, but also intense. Like it's, the, you, you stick with it. You got the, It's a storyline for a reason. There's money on the line. Um, you know what? I, uh, yeah, go check it out. It's, uh, you got links in bio. It's good stuff. stuff yeah. BBD's posting it. Uh, and I'm going to move on to the comment of the day. Last episode, we previewed the Super Bowl with Chris Rose, who was on the field after the game. Big Aaron Donald, Joe Thomas, Matty Staff rolling up. Mentioned that he knew Trev afterwards. That's fine. Um, let's see. Casey Fenske. That's a fun name. Love the show. Good stuff, bro. Awesome. You guys have Rosie. Used to watch IT from the beginning when it started with Rose. Yeah. Yeah. IT, intentional talk, kind of opened up, <laughs> like, kind of everything we do baseball-wise. Uh, Drew Brandreth, apparently big sports fan. Can the teams just agree to tie and share the Super Bowl so everyone can have a good time? That would be an all-timer. Um, (laughs) Super Bowl halftime show next year, Jake and Jess's wedding. That's right. I forgot Rosie brought that up. Um, and we are going to have to have to dodge that. (laughs) Feel like Jake is overusing wet, wet. That's impossible. Um, Jaden Gray said, I work at a bar in the Super Bowl. That's tough. Because, um, yeah, if you make plans to go watch at a Super Bowl bar, I think you're either young or... Hopefully, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be, I wonder if that's a big tip night. I think so, because people, you're racking up drink, and you're there for Espe- a while. Particularly if you're at a neutral place. Like, that's the I thing. I assume it's, like, good vibes no matter what that's for the a, most part. That's the thing. If you're at a bar for the Super Bowl, you're there for, like, four hours. You're not going to So that's food, leave. drinks. So it's – and it, I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Clayton Couch also comment, as a Chiefs fan, this weekend sucks eggs. Mm. So I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm sorry about you. Sorry that happened. Um, bro of the night, one of our final segment where we like to give out standout awards or someone you should talk about. I think BBD's prefaced his. Um, a, I'm going to mention some Park City stuff. Park City, wild. If you've never been, go. It is a ski snowboard town. It's also a party town. It turns up. Uh, we ended up at an Apre ski event where I got to give my guy a shout-out and some love. He is, uh, his niece is married to or dating Evan McPherson, Money Mac, the kicker on the Bengals. Mm. Um, And by the way, this guy was a party on wheels. Uh, Derek, shout-out to my guy Derek. He owns a bar in Tuscaloosa. He owns a few bars. He was out there partying with some some big-time people. He like waved. I was with some ladies, so I mean he wasn't. But he he waved us over to his table, and we were just we we're turning up. Apre ski, Park City, St. Regis, getting weird in the something room, velvet mm. room. No, um, Park City. If you are ever out there, it can it can go, it can go, um, <clears throat> and got some good ski days in. So that was fun. Um, I'm gonna do a bro bruh. Uh, and I saw my guy Tommy Piccolo just mentioned them in the chat. It's one of the stories of the Super Bowl. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> I mean, gets his face mask yanked and gets a TD scored over him. No penalty. Kind of brutal for a guy that carries himself and is respected as one of the best corners of the league. Um, and everyone was showing the clip, I guess, on that last play where – where Donald gets sacked, Donald gets the final sack. I think Ramsey falls. So if Burrow has another minute, there's a chance for 
some iconic Super Bowl play. I don't know. NFL he has like a more firmly planted f- set of feet. NFL screen grabs are always tough. Um, and I mean, if you stop Aaron Donald, that's a uh, that's tough. Uh, so Ramsey kind of getting killed for almost no reason, um, but kind of a reason. And like his past acting like a top notch cornerback is hurting him. Um, and then Eli Apple. I mean, <laughs> talk about your bra. <laughs> Dude got killed. Dude got killed uh, on the field and off. Uh, former Giants legend Eli Apple, BBD. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, it's, it just becomes more more and more apparent that he's uh, he's talked some junk, and it, uh, it, it, came, it came back to get him on the biggest stage. Um, <laughs> so. I think uh, – I think- I don't remember if it was Penix's personal account or if he retweeted it, Talking Giants post or something, but put out a good poll that was uh, who hates Eli Apple more, uh, fans of the teams he's played on or other NFL players. Yeah. Some good. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't decide. And uh, by the way, I think maybe it's, again, as the sports season rolls on, I, I think topics are going to be interesting. I think wide receivers value is just going up and up. Jamar Chase, 89 yards. T. Higgins, 102 touchdowns. Cooper Cup, 92. Odell was two for 52 before he went down. And with the league becoming such a passing league, I think we're going to see wide receivers get more and more valuable, and Cooper Cup gets the MVP. So um, I I just think that's something to watch because for a while – the story kind of was like wide receivers don't matter that much. Like Brady can throw to anyone. You got two tight ends. Like how many times we talk about I think he needs a good quarterback to do anything. When, I think wide receivers are going to come more and more important. And think about, hey, Tampa Bay Bucks. you know, everyone looks at Brady. They also had nasty it, it's like wide receivers. Why he went there, Patriots yeah. were thinking, well, Brady can throw to anybody, which he, he could. They could sleepwalk just about any team to the playoffs, but. Uh, he went there because one nicer weather, two very talented roster. Yeah, like upon arrival, and then it got better. Like I just, well, I I can bring it up, but I mean Evans Godwin. I'm I'm forgetting if anyone was hurt for their Super Bowl run, but um, is Antonio Brown there for the Super Bowl? Um, the year before, yes. I'll I'll look that up. BBD, who is your bro of the night? Yeah, if I'm glad you you got the Eli Apple thing in yours because I was gonna have to bro bra him as well. But um, you know, I know we just talked about how wide receiver values coming coming up. But um, giving a bro to Matt Matty Staff, mm. I now he's and I think pretty firmly in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, as is he's got some good comp uh, compiling numbers, and he has years to add on to that. He's got the ring. Got he was always a highly regarded talent, number one pick, all that. And I mean, he's now responsible for two of the three, not single singularly, but he's he's the quarterback of two of the three best wide receiver seasons ever. Um, yeah, between Cup and and Megatron that season, someone had to get him the rock. So obviously, obviously the the receiver themselves gets a lot of credit, and uh, and we're, we were just talking about how receivers should get more credit for that, but. The no I mean, look, when you do that twice, the no look throw is all no time, look all time, throw. all time, all time. Um, and a uh, friend of a friend, yeah, so. a friend of ours, yeah. And uh, just, I mean, again, circling back to talent on the field, Matt Stafford deserves so much love. I mean, again, look at the Lions as a franchise, um, and now look where he's at. Like, hey, sorry, Detroit fans. Um, and he he's able. In one season, to to pretty much completely change the narrative on his career, which yeah. for a long time was instant. For a long time, I was like, oh, he can put up some regular season numbies, but like, is he? Re- but one playoff game and they lost, or whatever the number is, and now he's got four playoff wins in the bag and a Super Bowl ring. And last Super Bowl, the Bucks, Gronk, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, and the Chiefs, Kelsey <laughs> Hill. Edwards Alaire, Sammy Watkins, Hardman, Pringle, our guys. Um, so yeah. I think that's becoming more and more important, which is good and fun. Um, BBD, I have a call in one minute and I have to use the bathroom so badly, so boy. 
it could get ugly here. Guys, check out everything on the John Boy Media Network. New compound, new Chris Rose rotation. The Blitzball battle, I already told you a lot about. You need to check it out. Got like just enough time between this and Talking Yanks to go watch that. Big Talking Yanks coming up yesterday. Talking baseball yesterday. Talking Yanks coming up in a minute. Talking baseball yesterday. We've been killing GeoGuessers, if that's your lane. Might have some special ones coming up end of this week, end of next week. We love you guys. We'll be back here, Bacon. Thursday morning. You guys are the best. I love you. Thanks, everyone. Bake it. Hey, everybody. It's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss. The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.